Welcome to the Mosaic Church Podcast, where we share with you the message of hope and love that lies at the core of the Christian faith. Our weekly sermons delve into the teachings of the Bible and how they can impact our daily lives, inspiring us to journey together towards a deeper understanding of God's infinite love. Join our community of believers as we embrace the power of faith and embark on a transformative spiritual journey. Mosaic Church in Mableton, Georgia exists to lead people to an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ to help them change the world. Now, please enjoy this message from Pastor Broderick Santiago, lead pastor of Mosaic Church. Meet me over in Matthew, and I want to break down a few things about this prayer and fasting thing that's going to happen here. Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11. Very familiar passage. I just talked about it a minute ago, but I want to point out some things you got to be aware of. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. And for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. Okay, so we know that he's out there in this isolated place. And now all of a sudden, his flesh is getting the best of him. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Pause right there. While you are fasting, my brothers and sisters, please understand, please understand, you will be tempted. Please understand. I will tell you right now, uh, 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 I was helping a brother who was starting to fast, and I said, listen, the stuff that you fast right now, you didn't even realize you were tempted about until you start fasting it, right? You may never, ever eat Snickers. Test me on this, by the way. Just test me. Whatever your, your, the, your least favorite candy bar is, just say, just put it in the atmosphere. I'm going to fast that and watch all of a sudden you have a craving for it. You're like, I don't even like this candy, But because I said I'm going to fast it, all of a sudden I'm craving this thing. That's how the enemy works. He's listening to the thing that you want to give up to be closer to God, and he will tempt you with it. So here it is. Watch this. When you go out fasting, please know you will be tempted, and your first temptation is going to come from flesh. It's going to be of the flesh. Whatever your flesh desires most while you're fasting is where the devil is going to meet you at head on. I don't know what your, what your greatest physical temptation is. I don't know if it's spending money, right? I don't know if it's lustful thoughts. I don't, I don't know if it's issues with uh, things of the flesh. I don't know what that physical thing, I don't know if it's an addiction of some sort. I don't know if it's a food addiction. I don't know what it is. But whatever that thing you're going to deny yourself of physically, watch this. Some of us, it could be social media. Can I tell y'all, I realized I had a problem with social media last year. When they, you know, when they first started doing that, uh, checking out how much you've been on social media, and I was like, oh, man, I want to see this. And I looked at my data on how long, and one time I looked, and it said, in one day, I had been on social media for six hours and 30 minutes. I said, I wasted, that's a, that's a work day. That's a work shift. Am I right about it? That's a work shift with an hour lunch that I wasted. <laughs> On social media. Now, the thing is, I didn't do that consecutively. I didn't do that in one sitting. But over the course of 40 hours, over the course, sorry about that, over the course of 24 hours, six hours and 30 minutes was dedicated to Instagram. 
That's a problem. When I saw that, I said, I have an addiction. That's, that's an addiction. So y'all done got quiet. Y'all done looked at y'all stats and y'all data too. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I, I always confess before I kind of tell y'all about yourselves. So that's my confession. I'm guilty of that. If you're spending that amount of time in 24 hours, right, let's just look at it. Let's break down the math just to help you out. Let's break down the math. We all have the same 24 hours, right? If we sleep a complete night's sleep between six to eight hours, there's that part of it. So six to eight hours minus 24, y'all do the math, right? If you're spending six and a half of those hours, like most of us have a job, that's about eight hours of your day, right? And then, and then, and then if you have a family, at some point you got to give them time. But if you're spending six and a half hours on social media, somebody's suffering. Either you're not doing your job well. That was probably my, my, my case. You're not spending time with your family well. I know that was probably definitely my case, right? You're not studying the word. I'm saying to myself, six and a half hours on social media? I'm trying to figure out, did I read the Bible at all? Think about that. I dare you to look at yours. Be brave enough to do it. (laughs) I dare you to be brave enough to do it. Now, if that's your job, you get a complete hall pass. Okay? You get a hall pass. If it ain't your job, (laughs) you might want to fast that for 21 days. All right? Seriously. Even if it's just a, 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 a daily fast, you know what, I'm going to fast, I'm going to shut this thing, I'm only going to look in the morning and then right before I go to bed, whatever the case may be, really, I'm trying to help us here because here's, here's the truth. The minute we start to fast, the first temptation we will face is that of the flesh. But here's how you combat, watch this, those temptations of the flesh. Watch what Jesus did. Jesus said, but no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word That comes from the mouth of God. I'm being tempted by the flesh. Guess what? I love technology because if I'm being tempted by the flesh in a particular area, there's this this new thing out. You may be familiar with it. It's called Google, right? The the, the young people, they've mastered this thing. Honestly, that's how they know everything. Honestly, you ask them about something. Well, on Google, I thought, well, how do you find out? On Google? I went to Google and Google said, right? But seriously, if you are tempted with a certain thing, whether it's gambling, whether it's uh, a temptation of the flesh, whether it's lustful desires, whether it's, whether it's depression or stress or whatever, do you realize just Google, stress related to script, scripture related to stress? And wow, it's a whole bunch of stuff that comes up. Scriptures, biblical scriptures. The word will help you. Deal with those temptations. That's what Jesus did. So the devil's like, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, you got me, you got me, you got me. Then the devil took him to a holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple. And he said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands and so you won't even hurt your foot on the stone. So the next temptation that you have, we've got temptation of the flesh. The next temptation we have is that of, of, of influence, if you will. Like we can, we can do this on our own. And I'm going to tell you, when you are fasting, you're going to face some hurdles. And the very first place you're going to go look to resolve those issues, the very first place you're going to look to see how you're going to get over that obstacle is yourself. Not 
the word. So how does Jesus deal with those kind of obstacles? Watch this. He said, hold on. Let me tell you something, homie. The scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. And that's what happens when we take matters in our own hand. When we take our eyes off of God, take our eyesight away from him, we lose insight away from him. And when we take our eyes off of him and start looking in the mirror at ourselves, we start saying, you know what? I I earned this degree. I can figure this thing out. I'm smart. I know I can do it. Oh, I have influence. All I got to listen to fix this. All I need to do is call this person, that person and that other person. I can fix this. I can figure this out. Oh, to to change this. I can do the minute you start saying what I can do. You start losing insight. The minute you face any challenges. The first thing you need to do is look to the Lord. Look at scripture. That's what he says. Do not test the Lord. And the only time we test him, we don't test the only time we test the Lord is when we do things our own way. God gives us a pass to test him. Y'all know that, right? There's a scripture where he literally says, the only time he ever says, test me. The only time is when? When it comes to money. The only time he says, test me. Any other time outside of that, you are operating under your own will, under your own guidelines. Guess what? You're testing God without his permission. You're saying, I can do this. I can figure this out. Heck, I figured it out last year. No, you didn't. Remember you asked somebody to pray for you? God figured it out. And the minute we start taking credit for God's work, that's called blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Not giving him his credit where it's due. All right, which is an unpardonable sin, the only unpardonable sin. Just understand that. So when you're fasting, you're going to be tempted with the flesh. So what do you do? You go to Scripture. I don't live by bread alone. You're going to get hungry. I'm just telling you right now, you're going to get, you ain't going to get hungry, right? That's how hunger starts. You start hungry. Then you go hungry where the U becomes an O. And after hungry, you, the, the U becomes an A, hangry. So just be prepared for people in your household to kind of be like, you know, giving you attitude. Understand that's the temptation of the enemy and your flesh. You got to understand where that temptation, where that anger is coming from. It's not the anger is not coming because your belly's empty. It's becoming it's coming from the temptation of your flesh. And how do you combat that? The same way. I will tell you like this. When I face hunger pangs, and I fast differently than you all. I won't tell you how I fast, but I fast differently. I won't be doing just doing a Daniel. I'll be doing a sun up and sun down. Nothing at all. Okay? And I will tell you, I get hungry. Like, I, when you're hungry, your senses are heightened. Like, I can smell the chicken at Popeye's 20 miles away. Real talk. I can smell the flower that they're putting on it. I mean, I, you know, I can smell somebody. Like, if I'm driving by somebody's house, I'm like, oh, they're seasoning that with Lowry's. <laughs> because your senses are so sensitive and heightened. But you got to understand. It's in, when I start to feel that hunger pain and I feel that temptation, guess what I do? Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, you know right now I'm committing myself to you. I'm denying myself for more of you. In this moment, will you replenish the desires for food with desire for you in Jesus' name? And guess what? All is well. All is well. That's how you combat the spiritual temptation 
uh, of the physical temptation that you receive. Let's move on. So after you have been tested in the flesh and you've been tested in your will or your influence, like who can do it better, you or God, the next area he'll get you is right here. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all of the kingdom of the world and their glory. He said, I will give it to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. And then this is where you win right here. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him, for the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. And basically what we're saying here is in these moments, you'll be tempted in your flesh, you'll be tempted in your, in your will, but also you'll be tempted, watch this, by greater or the perceived thought of greater. And here's what I mean by that. I've got a house, but I want a bigger one. I got a car, but I want a newer one. I've got money in the bank, but I want more than a need. You'll be tempted by more. You know what that is? Power. Everybody's tempted by power. We live in a capitalist society where you can't help it to be tempted by power. We're in a dog-eat-dog world. I got mine. You got to get yours, right? I got mine. You got to get yours. You got to come up. And many of us, watch this, social media will have have us believing we're not doing good enough. Oh, I'm not. Listen, my my abs don't look as nice as his. I must not be working out. So we're taking all these kind of crazy supplements. Right. Oh, man, my hair is starting to fade a little bit. Oh, my goodness. So we start getting man weave, which is weird. It's a real thing, by the way. It's it's a booming business. All right. Seriously, we start looking at other people like, oh, my butt is getting flabby. Inject. Oh, my God, I had too many babies. They milked all of the milk out of my breast. Fix that. Instagram has ruined us. We don't feel that we're good enough, that how God has created us is not good enough. And in those moments, we have to say, you know what? Get out of here, Satan. I'm made perfectly in the image of God, and God's image is perfect. It is without flaw, and he made me in his image. And if he made me in his image, that means what you see in the flesh matters not compared to what he sees in the spirit in me. If I'm made in the image of God, which is perfect, I don't need to make any transformations. I don't need no injections. I don't need to kill myself in the gym trying to get abs. I'm fine as wine according to my father in heaven. Now, if you want to work out to stay healthy, heart conditions, all man. But don't do it because you're trying to keep up with what you see on Instagram. I can't tell the fake from the real no more. I'm being very serious. All right. I cannot tell that. You don't need to do that. You are beautiful. You are wonderfully made in God's image. When he made you, he took his time with you. He made you uniquely you, perfectly you, wonderfully you. You know, people judge me because I like Lizzo. I like her. I don't like sometimes that she be like butt naked in front of babies at the basketball game and twerking and all that mess. But you know what I like about her? I just wish that, that we had a Christian version of Lizzo that said, look at me, here I am. I, 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 know, I know I got a few more, a few more. Pounds in you, but I'm so beautiful in God's eyes. 
I wish that we as Christians had that same confidence. I'm so beautiful. I'm so perfect. I don't care. Judge me all you want. Look at, look at the, every mark on me is, is something I've overcome in my life. Look at me and all of my flaws. I'm perfectly made in the image of God, and there's nothing you can do about it. I wish we had more Christians with the confidence of Lizzo. And watch this, and have the, 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 the boldness to flaunt it at basketball games. And I'm not talking about, watch this, I'm not talking about your physical nakedness. I'm talking about your spiritual nakedness. Let's say, without God, where would I be? If it not been for him, where would I be? Had he not gone before me, where would I be? Had he not died on the cross, where would I be? Had he not performed miracle after miracle, where would I be? I need Jesus. I don't need self-help books. I don't need the gym. Keep your $10 a month, Planet Fitness. I need Jesus. When will we get to that place where Christians have the confidence and boldness of Lizzo to just walk out there spiritually naked saying, love me, flaws and all. Embrace me, flaws and all. I know I'm not perfect. I know that I've been judged. I know that I've been through Hades and high water. I don't care. But by his stripes, I'm made whole. That's why I like Lizzo. I like her confidence. And I wish... That in this time and in this decade of abundance, that we as Christians would have the same confidence and vulnerability of this sister. But to do it spiritually, not physically. Now, I'm not saying, now I promise you, if I hear anything about y'all going to the doggone Hawks game, twerking down there, we got some issues. I will, listen, I will disown you. They went to that other mosaic, not, not, not a Mableton mosaic, they... And don't be wearing no mosaic t-shirts. Don't. No, don't, no. No way. Denied. Prayer, my brothers and sisters, and I'm, I'm done right here. Prayer connects us to God. Fasting disconnects us from the world. This is why we do it. We pray so that we can remain connected to God, but we fast so we can disconnect from the world. Can I tell y'all, some of my best moments are when I'm disconnected from social media. I get so much more accomplished. And I, and, and I just listen to what everybody says. Oh, did you see what happened on so-and-so? Did you hear about so-and-so? I'd rather hear about it instead of see it because once I see it, then I start looking all over trying to find it. Sometimes I have to watch this. I have to fast the news media outlets. Come on, I don't know about you, but that's like my fix. I like, I just can't help it to see what's going on in this world. I mean, it's, and, and it's important to know. I mean, heck, we're about to, and, I, and we're going to pray for our soldiers, but we're about to, we're about to, we're, we're, we're in war right now. It's straight up. No hiding it. And I'm disappointed to see us making fun of people about it. All of these memes. And I know some of y'all laughed. I laughed at a couple of them, but then I was like, that ain't right to be laughing at that. Right? These memes about, oh, man, if they start drafting, you know, all of these crazy draft memes. That's not funny. Somebody's son or daughter is going over there. Not our presidents, though. His sons and daughters will be watching from the sidelines like you and I while there will be some brave souls who signed up, even if it was just for a better way of life, who signed up and now have to go fight a war that has nothing to do with them. And not really, watch this, I'm going to be completely honest, not really designed to protect us because that man was never a threat for 20 years. He'd been making that same threat, and no other president before this one decided to do anything. But, oh, it's an election season. 
let me go ahead and throw down my big joker. I'm just going to be real about it. And so we'll pray for them because they're really going to go fight a real war. That's where we are right now. We don't know how this thing is going to end. I got family in the military, and this is a sad moment, a sad, sad moment. And so we have to be, when we pray, we have to be connected to God, but we fast so that we can disconnect from the world. I'm going to share a couple of scriptures, and we're done right here. Joel, this is the message version. Joel chapter 1, verse 14 says this. He said, declare a holy fast. Call a special meeting. Get the leaders together. Round up everyone in the country. Get them into God's sanctuary for serious prayer to God. And this is what we're doing, y'all. We're getting together and calling a holy meeting to be prepared for a holy war that we are in battle with right now. And the only way we win not by getting the AK, not by getting a bulletproof vest, but by arming ourselves with the word of God and receiving insight <laughs> from the Holy Spirit. This is how we win this battle. This is how we start that this year. This is why we consecrate ourselves for 21 days. Are y'all going to fast with me? Are y'all going to fast with me? Huh? Let's do it. Hey, listen, I want to pray right now for us really quick, and then uh, we'll be dismissed. We're going to have communion, and then I'm going to ask us to do a corporate prayer for those who are being sent over to uh, Iran uh, to, to get prepared for this battle. So right now, even online, by the way, welcome. We're so glad you're here. I don't know where your walk is. Here's what I do know. It's at this time of the year where many people decide they want to get right. Some people choose the path of Christianity. Others people choose the path of spirituality. But I'm praying today, if you are on here online or even in this sanctuary, you're here in a place where we as Christians, we chose that path. And that is the path to follow Jesus. If that's you today in this sanctuary, you want to choose a path to follow Jesus. You want to give your life. There's, listen, there's only one way to heaven. The Bible tells us, and that's through Jesus Christ. But that happens through salvation. And let me tell you how easy salvation is. You receive it by faith and faith alone, not by any work you could do. You could jump. You, there's, you can't even buy something. All you do is by faith. I believe that Jesus is the son of God. I believe that he came to this earth. I believe that he died for me. I believe that he rose three days later, and I believe that he is coming back. If you believe those things in your heart and you confess that with your mouth, guess what? You've just received the gift of salvation. If that's anybody in this room today that wants to receive that salvation, you want to know that you're on the right side, just lift your hands. I want to pray for you. I'm not going to ask you to come up here. This ain't between us and you. This is between you and God. If you want to receive salvation today, just lift your hands. Even online, I can feel decisions being made right now in the name of Jesus. Maybe you've already received Christ at some point in your life, but you're saying, you know what, I want to to start my year off right on the first Sunday of 2020, the year of abundance, the decade of abundance. I want to rededicate my life. If that's you today, just lift your hands. I want to pray for you. You don't need to come up here. Just let me pray for you. Hallelujah. I see you. I see you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I see you. I see you. Even online, I can feel decisions being made today. Listen, I want to pray for every hand that's lifted up in the sanctuary and those online. Repeat after me. Say, Father God, forgive me. Forgive me for trusting me more than I've trusted you. 
Forgive me for any time that I've failed you. Forgive me, O oh God, for not seeking you out more. Forgive me, O oh God, for not li- living up to your expectations. God, I confess today that I'm not perfect, and you already know that. I confess today that I've done the best I can so far, but I need you. God, I confess that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I repent of my sins. I don't look back anymore. I look forward and look upward toward you. Receive me back today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. Our prayer is that Pastor B said something that moves you closer to Jesus. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, we would like to invite you to follow us on social media at Mosaic Mableton and visit us on our website at wearemosaicchurch.org. You can learn more information about our church, ways to support our ministry through financial donations, stay updated on upcoming events, and find resources to support your spiritual journey. We would be delighted to welcome you in person on Sunday mornings to worship and connect with others, our doors are always open to those seeking a place to grow and explore their faith. Thanks for tuning in and may God bless you on your spiritual journey.